Christmas chapel, let us to let me down. I hate that song. Why? It's People Neil Diamond, right? No, it's the no. Tempt- no, um the, like the, the, the foundation the tem- yeah the foundations the foundations yeah foundations from SingStar dum, no I had that SingStar no. did you ever have SingStar I had one but it was the one that had Hoosie is the reason on it do you mean Hooberstank's the reason Hooberstank's the reason found a reason for me no, I had the one that had like uh, also had Robbie Williams foundations on it uh, in uh, she will be loved Ugh. Just to be clear, you guys are talking about the same sing star. No, Wait, no. what? No, they're not. No, we're not. Here we are. Well, I had Robbie Williams. In that case, I had both Kings. of them. Then yeah, you, you may both. have had. You may have had this both. Yeah, what, we we know true. what we're talking about. I have a twin had, sister, so of course like, I had both. <laughs> I had ain't no sunshine. Ain't no sunshine. Yeah. And um, <laughs> solid as a rock. Ashford and Simpson. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and now we're solid. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That one sounds like a slightly better version than what we had, because we just used to play the two good songs that were on it. How you been? How have I been? How you been? How have I been? Yeah. Uh, Give me such a sultry look, then. I give everyone sultry looks on a regular basis. <laughs> so happens if you catch us with the cod eye. It's a sultry look. Cod eye? Yeah, well, I have a cod eye. What's the cod eye? Well, it's if I look down like this. I could be looking at you and Emma at the same time. <laughs> See, my cod eye sort of comes from if I look left. Hit me with it. Oh! It's, a good it's got one. a mind of its own, that eye. It's not even cod eye at that point. I think it's just like possessed. Mad eye. I need yeah. a fucking exorcism on my left eye. I tell you, I'm genuinely a genetic. I think I might genuinely be a genetic freak. Just Damn with it. a load of various inconveniences, like. I used to go to uh, I used to go to the children's hospital because one of my ears didn't work properly. I had to have shit tons of ear tests. I've got a lazy eye. I've got vile toothache that has resulted in an abscess underneath a hole in my tooth. I've got dodgy knees. I've got I had asthma and I've got a peanut allergy. But you never complain. Take your pick. <laughs> <laughs> he never complains and he's the reason we're here because without your donations to Tom's chair. We couldn't continue to do this podcast. I'm actually blaming the toothache on, on the fact that I didn't have a chair for like five months. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah, like pressure, works. pressure difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, as they say, abscess makes the heart grow fonder. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome to Stiff Upper Lip, the NFL podcast by Brits, with me, Ed Wilkins. Me, Emma Hebron. Me, Sam Long. Me, Tom Chapel. Excellent. Lovely. We probably should do like a... Time. <laughs> Give me just a little more time. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Straight in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I know that all I have to do to make Tom laugh is pronounce a three-syllable word weirdly. Tarantula. <laughs> I saw the stupidest joke once. I think it was on like a kids' TV show when I was like eight, but it was pure genius. It was like there was a competition for who can pronounce a word the weirdest, and someone it was like, how can you pronounce lettuce the weirdest? And someone just came up and went... Tarantula. <laughs> it was just like, oh, well, it's the weirdest pronunciation of lettuce. 
Um, Emma, will you, will you bring us up to speed, or rather bring the listeners up to speed with well, the goings we've, on? Well, uh, we've not posted an episode, we've not recorded since before... You're right there, bud. I can't tell if you're cheering or trying to get a crack out of your elbow. Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> My God, that Tom's arm. aged. It's just a fucking oh, flailing. Jesus, it looks, <laughs> it looks like it's just going to snap off. Looks like an Ibex's leg. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually bend my arm the wrong way. Me too. Well, aren't you guys quaint? Up top. <laughs> Wait, up top. That shirt has a hole really in, the, in the underarm. Does it? Yeah. Oh. I'm blaming please, the bath. Please donate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't Tom have to donate. Really you, you, <laughs> you don't have to donate this time. I'll just sew it. I I can. Yeah, yeah he, gonna, he goes cross stitched crazy on the regular. These that's days. the stage that you're going to have a cross stitched underarm. No, I'm not going to cross stitch. Your underarm's going to say. I know how to sew. <laughs> Are you implying that I only know how to sew in like an aesthetic <laughs> variety? It's not just housewives from the forties. <laughs> <laughs> Men can sew too. <laughs> Mom, Tom. Um, how was your Christmas, Tom? My Christmas was. How was your craft Christmas in the end? Uh, it was fine. I gave Beth her present, and uh-huh. she hasn't given me hers yet. <laughs> so is she not finished? Is well, that it's not even that. She's just not been to Argos. Well, she's now been to Argos as of today to pick up a thing that she needs for it. This thing has been in the Argos store for two weeks. She's not been. <laughs> Ed, I don't know whether or not you're familiar with the fact that where I live and the close proximity of an Argos to it. Yeah. Yeah. There is you, literally, you can spit and you hit You an can Argos. literally... There is an Argos directly in front of it's all ways distant. to my house. <laughs> and apparently it's not been collected yet. And then she's gone today and they don't have it anymore because they've sent it back because she, she took too long. Oh, so shit. I don't actually have a Christmas present. Shit. God, you're it's so hard done by. I told her that she can just use it as like an early birthday present because we've already missed the Christmas period. <laughs> well, if Your you're listening, Beth. Your birthday's in September. Well done. What? Your birthday's in September. Christmas was December. It's January now. Either way, <laughs> it doesn't work. Did you have a good New Year? Uh, no. Well, no, why? No, because my tooth was hurting. Oh, it was hurting it on was, New Year's Day. It wasn't yeah. hurting like on New Year's Day, but it was like a couple of days after it just started like. Yeah, right. it wasn't a fan. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't sleep till two thirty. That's true. Actually, I didn't get to sleep until about two two thirty in the morning. Two thirty. I'm well aware of the joke. I'm just not giving. I'm not giving him the satisfaction. <laughs> how how was your Christmas, Edward, and New Year, and um, the whole time period since the twenty second of December? Kind of uneventful. Yeah, well, it's been three weeks. Yeah, not much has happened. No major life sort of life changes or anything like that. Yeah, I'm going out engaged. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Yes. We're gonna have a a pod wedding. Mm-hmm. You're all invited. None of you are invited. <laughs> um, Unless what? any of you are people that we know in real life, in which yeah. case you are probably invited because it's getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. Cool. Other than getting engaged to me, how's your time been? Um, the best word to describe it is frantic. Yeah. And also, I've I've experienced a sort of emotional whirlitzer of sorts being a Vikings, Vikings fan. Yeah. We'll um, get on to that. We'll, yeah, we'll get on. Should we get on to some... Um... Let's do some sports. Derek Henry was the official season rushing yardage winner. Yes. I told you. Yeah. I, big Dazza. I, I made a big point about it like four weeks earlier than this. Yeah, it's true. The second half of the season. Yeah. Derek Henry just becomes like... Le'Veon Bell meets yeah. Jerome Bettis meets Franco Harris all in one player. But <laughs> meets with all... a Chevrolet Silverado. <laughs> 
As for our predictions for the week 16 games, Beth got 7 right, 9 wrong. Tom got 7 right, 9 wrong. Ed got 7, nine, seven right, 9 wrong. And I got 11 right and 5 wrong. So Tom finished the season 5-11. Ed, you finished it 3-13. And I finished it 11-5. Yeah. I like to think of myself as essentially the, the Lions. A bit of a berserker. The Cardinals. Yes. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. Am I the Jameis of this podcast? You might actually be the Jameis. You, you, you <laughs> simultaneously the the architect of why you win or lose some of your weeks. Yeah, the, perhaps the most interesting stat of the NFL this season is Jameis Winston. Where he is he the go? only quarterback in NFL history to throw thirty plus touchdowns and thirty plus interceptions, and it was only fitting that the final play of his season <laughs> was a pick six to take him over this thirty. Interception threshold. Not, not just a pick six, an overtime walk off yeah. pick six. <laughs> it is the most Jameis Winston season I've ever seen. Shall we start at the start of the playoff? Yeah, wild card round. Mm-hmm. So the first game was Texans 22, Bills 19. Everyone wrote overtime. off the Texans, didn't they, really? And yeah. then the Texans came back. Not really because of Bill O'Brien, but because of Deshaun Watson. Because Bill O'Brien was trying his damn hardest to give the Bills a pass. It feels like the reason the Texans have got anywhere this season, it's not always been Deshaun Watson, but in the playoffs it has been. Patriots lost to the Titans. <laughs> Tom Brady also throwing a walk-off pick six. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it was oh, my best day. I'm sorry to Samuel Whiffen, Champagne Sam. The Patriots fan. Champagne Sam, but the Patriots fan. But not that sorry, because frankly he's had enough. Is They've it possible to AFC have success for fatigue? Like... Uh, I feel like he probably is. I reckon that this is what Man United fans felt and so Alex Ferguson retired. Yeah. But he at least actually went out on a winning note. Whereas oh. Tom Brady's probably going to go out on a... <laughs> Do you not think Tom Brady will be playing into his 50s? No. I don't think he's going to go this season, though. He's not going to go this season, but... I'd, I can't imagine that his performance will be anywhere near. Yeah. It's going to continue to fall very heavily, and he'll be playing yeah. back up to Jared Stedham in about five weeks. They can only hope that now having experienced Tom Brady like this, Bill can scheme around him. Yeah. Because if anybody can, it's Bill. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been doing it for years. Yeah. I mean, that's what's becoming clear looking at that Patriots offense. Is... Just as like a news bulletin, he's moved to Connecticut. Wait, who? Tom Brady. To a still a state that's in New England. But he had a suite in Gillette Stadium and it's been cleaned out and he's moved to Connecticut. He's going to Vegas. So that's, they're just sort of... <laughs> he's not going to Vegas. John Gruden's master plan. Rebuild the 2005 Patriots. <laughs> Get a Ty Laura out of retirement. Willie yeah. McGuinness. <laughs> Eagles and Seahawks. Bird Bowl. Seahawks mm-hmm. won 17 to 8. Uh, Which Mosh- we did all predict that they would win, but yeah. Beast Mode was back. Beast Mode was bad, doing a very, very poor imitation of Beast Mode. Yeah, he's sort of not really lived up to any form of his hype. He scored mm. a couple of touchdowns in decent situations, but aside from that, it's not been a good performance. Well, he's stretch. not he's not a downfield runner anymore. He looks like he's running through treacle. Yeah. Which is, not again, not surprising. I mean, he's been out of the league for two years. Yeah. And technically three if you count that Raiders team. The I'd say that probably the most important thing to come out of this game is just that Josh McCown played from the second quarter with, what was it, a torn ACL? No, um, he had a torn hamstring. A torn hamstring. Uh, but it was torn off the bone. Yeah, so like... But the Eagles just did not have a backup QB. No, so he just <laughs> stuck it out. Yeah. And 
Good on you, Josh McCown. You very meaningless longevity quarterback who nobody really <laughs> cares about anymore. Probably never did, but you've done you've done you've done your part. You've played yeah. your playoff game. We respect you. Retire into the sun, and you, please. You've done it through what I can only imagine is immense pain. The the worst thing about this whole uh, Josh McCown thing, though, is that the replies on the tweet was like, oh, Josh McCown can play through this, but, like, Carson Wentz can't play through a headache. And it's like, he got headbutted in the back of his head and had a concussion. He apparently forgot the last week opponent for the Eagles. He forgot who they played last week, which is not a good play. No. No. Because Carson Wentz played that game. It was It was the Cowboys. Well, and, like, also... You, Even you if you were didn't there. play it, like that's your team. Yeah. It's your job. Yeah. He would know. Yeah. So he apparently forgot that they were playing that and then a load of Americans, because Eagles fans are dicks, uh, were just like, oh, well, I, I screw Carson Wentz because he, he had a headache. And it's like, he didn't have a headache. He got fucking knocked the fuck out. Shut up. Yeah. Overtime, uh, Vikings 26, Saints 20. Yeah, we had um, we had Thomas and the Human Torch over we did. to watch this game. There were two Vikings fans and two Saints fans in the house. Aha, whoa. We didn't record because Tom's mouth was falling apart. Yeah, I'm not a Saints fan. <laughs> Let's just clear that right up. But you were a Saints fan. I wasn't even. I'm not that. a Vikings fan, but I'd... just for the purpose of the evening and the happiness of our own home lives, I wasn't. I even... did want Ed's team to win. I wasn't even that invested. I was. I was happy to see just either team go out. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'll be real here. So yeah, the Vikings won with a beautiful sort of constructed overtime drive that um, was set up by Kirk Cousins throwing an absolute bomb to Thielen and then uh, passed to Cal Rudolph for the final touchdown, which question marks over whether it's OPI or not. I think I keep seeing. I think the main thing that I've I've noticed is that it it wasn't the fact that it was the OPI that people are bitching about. It's one overtime rules in general because. If a team gets the ball, chances are they're scoring. A bit redundant if you play like 60 minutes of football and then it comes down to basically a coin toss. Mm-hmm. So I saw a lot of people saying that the rules probably need updating. Yeah, um, yeah I just asked the Chiefs fans last year. Yeah, but then I also saw people being like, okay, it might not have been OPI, but it wasn't reviewed. They didn't review it, but they're yeah. meant to review all scoring plays. And also with it being in overtime, all of them are controlled by New York, so Saints couldn't actually challenge it either. I saw that being the thing. I don't think many people were too concerned about whether or not it was actually PI, though. But it's more like the more... unfairness of the fact that they didn't. There's no way for them to make them review it. Yeah, even. yeah. Um, Which it... I can understand. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, my joy as a Vikings fan was short-lived because bringing us sort of into the present. We got absolutely hammered by the 49ers. Yeah. 27 to 10. 10 points is generous. Our running game was non-existent. Our pass protection was even worse. The only player who can come out of that game with the head held high was Eric Hendricks. Um, I mean, it tells a lot when Dalvin Cook has six carries for 18 yards. That is not good running or good play calling or good protection. No. no. And to sort of to sort of foreshadow a little bit, the OC of the Vikings, Kevin Stefanski, has now moved to the Browns. And I and I wish him the best, but the 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 play calling in that game was the worst I've seen for the Vikings team this year. So it's just a sad that it had to happen there, but they were beaten by the better team. Yeah. Every day, one man must sit on the floor in some pillows 
next to a clothing rail in a spare room, while his colleagues sit on a comfy bed with appropriate seating. For just £200 in total, we can get this man a chair and a table so that he can podcast in comfort and not need to stretch his groin every week. Please, please pledge as much as you can or as much as you really want to to this poverty-stricken boy and help him afford a table and chair. Please go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.stiffupperlippod.com forward slash the cleft chinchilla appeal appeal. Thank you and please donate what you can to this unfortunate boy. Thank you. This has been a message brought to you by the Cleft Chinchilla Appeal Appeal Foundation. If you would like to know more, please visit our website. Thank you. But I think what probably made it harder, what would have made it harder for me, was that obviously going in, you're the underdog. But another underdog in the divisional round won. Another succeed. And the another almost succeeded. The, ty- the Ravens aren't in the Super Bowl. We all predicted that the Ravens would ultimately win can we just and they're not even going to be in it can we just very quickly preface what analysis we're doing by the fact that it is stormy as shit outside and if you can hear rain or wind it's because Mm -hmm. i I tell you what you've you've got a feel for the chiefs yeah the the chiefs is a team that just got 51 points against the texans yeah and i'm still looking at them thinking the titans are going to go in there and steamroll them Mm-hmm. I genuinely, I've never felt I, more confident so in a, a team making it to the Super Bowl from the wild cards. And to be fair, from the moment that the Titans got in ahead of the Steelers, I've been basically pro Titans. Yeah, this entire thing. So like, I've always sort of called them to move on against of... the Ravens, though. Like, yeah, the, no, the, not the against Super Bowl, the Ravens. None the of Super Bowl no. darlings. That, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think even Tennessee fans would have assumed the Ravens would win. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think most people did. I think that it's it was sort of like the Ravens were the going into the season were more of like an underdog story. Yeah, but then mm-hmm. obviously going into that game they weren't. But I, you know, I always root for the like. I'm really happy that whatever happens, the Super Bowl yeah. will be interesting because well, any of the teams currently could win. No, there's still one team that's not interesting that's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just because you hate the Packers. No, but I also agree that. Out of all of the combinations that we could have had for the NFC Championship game, 49ers Packers was by far the worst. The Eagles were never going to make mm. it, so as far as I was, con- mm. I was concerned, that I guess wasn't... I just mean like it's not going to be the Patriots again. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be somebody that we've not seen for a while win, which is exciting. Oh yeah, I don't think have any of these teams won in the two thousands. The Packers won in two thousand and eleven. The 49ers won in two thousand and thirteen. But other than that, that's it. Can't remember who they beat. The 49ers beat the Ravens and the yeah. Packers beat the Steelers. Yeah, I knew about the Packers beating the Steelers. I think you would. <laughs> yeah. But just for listeners. Um, but yeah, so none none of the other teams have won in the last... So it is exciting. Like for me, on that level, I am happy that it's like a bunch of new faces. Yeah, new blood is, is what And watching the, the Titans is. win was very exciting. Yes. Watching Derek Henry. Oh, Derek. Oh. I think Derek Henry may be my favourite NFL player. Favourite current NFL player? Possibly, yeah. More so than any Steeler. Well, yeah. I mean, TJ and Minka are brilliant to watch from a Steeler's perspective, and I absolutely love them with all my heart. Yeah. 
but but there are Derek other Henry there are other is. pass rushers and there are other safeties in the league. Yeah, there are there are no position. other power backs that are as elusive as sort of your your Christian McCaffrey's. Yeah, and mm-hmm. as fast as your sort of Nick Chubbs. In like this guy, guy is this guy is all yes. three other rushing candidates in <laughs> one go. You're not going to talk about see? Dalvin here. <laughs> all three, yeah, oh, right. Chubb, McCaffrey, Calvin. Uh, Calvin Dirk. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Dirk. <laughs> Did you see his yeah. jump pass? His yeah, jump? yeah, amazing. He's not like too bad for a running back. He's no. like Derrick Henry reminds me as if like Joe Mixon ate a one-up mushroom. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's the level to which it's unfair to play against Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is showing the signs of what Leonard Fournette should have done. Do you know that one season where Leonard Fournette went like off for the Jags and they reached yeah. sort of yeah. the championship round? Yes, I do remember that season. Yeah. <laughs> um, Derek Henry is basically all of the potential that Leonard Fournette had. Yeah. But he's just eaten him over the course of like four boring Thursday night football games and now mm-hmm. we've got Derek Henry running around as an absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, against the Titans, got 195 yards on 30 carries. Which is six and a half yards per attempt. Yeah, he also and he threw the touchdown pass on a trick play. He also ridiculous. Uh, uh, one of my favorite stiff arms in recent times, where because Earl Thomas came out before the game and said the Patriots weren't interested in tackling Derrick Henry, whereas we will be. And then there's just a there's just a gif or a video yeah. of Derrick Henry stiff arming Earl Thomas <laughs> to the point where Earl Thomas then turns around as a result of just one arm to the face, and then loses where he is, and Derrick Henry starts using him as his lead blocker. He, he <laughs> stiff-arms him from a tackler to a blocker in one motion, and I love it. It's like reminiscent of Nelson Muntz playing football uh, in like an episode of The Simpsons where he just picks up Bart, who's meant to be his tackle, and just starts using him as a human meat shield and just yeah. blunt, like bluntly battering people. I love it. Derrick Henry is a god. So would your would you predict the Titans? I'm predicting the Titans to go all the way. Me too. Yeah, why not? What yeah. about the Niners and the Packers? I think that the Niners are head and shoulders the better team than the Packers. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't discount Aaron Rodgers from being able to do what he does and the refs from doing what they do whenever the Packers play. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I mean, their season, however way you look at it, will be marred by wins they didn't deserve given by the refs. I mean, yeah. he was yeah. a foot short of the line, like not oh, just a little Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, no, he no he wasn't. If you look like the marker was slightly further back than the yellow line that they put on the screen." But then they showed you the camera angle from the marker and he's still behind. Yeah. His like the top of his helmet is over, but assuming that he obviously we all know he wasn't carrying the ball above his head, he didn't make it. Yeah. You've also got to remember that they had the bye as a result of one win. Um, that win potentially coming against the Lions at Lambeau, where the Lions absolutely deserved everything from that. Yeah. And got screwed by, was it two illegal hands to the face, where there was no hands anywhere near yeah. the face of David Bakhtiari? Yeah. yeah. It was just two calls like that. Um, and it, it's a it's a recurring theme of the season for the Packers. And as far as I'm concerned, karma would prevail. If yeah. the 49ers were to get there. I mean, the 49ers have got the worst fan base by a country mile. But... Oh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd put the Cheeseheads in there as well. The Cheeseheads are, are obnoxious, but they're not like 
toting Will Brinson's dead granddad. Like, no, that's that's, true. that's yeah. not a thing. Not sending that they a do. man pictures of his deceased grandfather and saying that his chances of winning the Super Bowl are now as dead as that man. Yeah, that's true. But Packers fans, I am lactose intolerant, and you can fuck your <laughs> If we all think the Titans will beat the Chiefs, and we all think the 49ers will beat the Packers, who do you think will win the Super Bowl? I want to see how the teams fare in the championship round before I make this call. I don't want to... Just based on the information you've got now. Based off the information that I've got now, I'm going to need you to come back to me at the end of the episode. (laughs) I'm going to say the 49ers, and the only reason I'm going to say the 49ers is they are less dependent on one star player. Do you not argue that when George Kittle isn't in the team that... They're also fucked. Yeah, (laughs) because George Kittle is their most consistent pass catcher. And also, one of their most consistent run blockers. He's the best run blocker in the NFL by PFF. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel like they rely on George Kittle. The Titans have also proved that they can at least throw the ball with Ryan Tannehill to AJ Brown, Johnny Smith. True. That catch from Johnny Smith, by the way. Oh, God. I think my my thing would be more that, like, the Titans have had a harder road to get to the Super Bowl. So, like, they had to beat the Patriots and then beat the Ravens and then theoretically beat the Chiefs. All of these have been on the road as well. Yeah. Pretty staunch home teams. Like, going Mm. to Foxborough in in the wildcard round is is not easy. No. No. Neither is going to Baltimore and neither is going to Coming away with those wins is absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I would worry that by the time you get to the Super Bowl and then you're like, fucking hell, like, now I've got to beat the 49 yeah, well, it you've already ways, like it? worked your ass. Well, not really, because like the 49ers had the bye week, and then they've played you, which but they went into that as like the projected winners, right? So it's not as high of a mountain to climb as what the Titans did against the like no, Patriots. They didn't really have to break a sweat to be us. So yeah, they... and then they've got the Packers, which again, while difficult, wasn't quite the hill of like beating the Ravens at home that the Titans had or them beating the Chiefs at home like the 49ers have also been at home whereas yeah. the, so I, I'm just I would just worry that by the time it got to the Super Bowl the 49ers would be like fuck yeah bring it and the Titans would be like yeah bring it but also like I want to stop <laughs> yeah because also it, they because of the way that they had to make it to the playoffs in the first place because they were yeah they were trailing in the wild card race until like week 16 yeah they really had to work their they, asses on they couldn't take a, a day off during week 17 whereas the 49ers did take a day off during week 17 yeah. and had a bye and then came back yeah, and, and they can like rest players comfortably yeah beat the vikings mm-hmm. you're a vikings squad that look tired yeah well and that's i guess that's the worry is that for you guys, beating the Saints away was such an ordeal that that became your Super Bowl. Well, it was sort of a little bit like um, after the Minneapolis Miracle, which happened exactly on this day three years ago. Yeah. Um, when the Minneapolis Miracle happened, you then went, uh, sorry, you then played the Eagles and looked deflated yeah. as a result of just it being a really tiring end point to the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what I would be concerned about with the Titans as well. But then again, also, they they didn't have to exert themselves too much against the Ravens, and they didn't really have to do so against the Patriots either. They they True. they have sort of cruised in those two games to yeah, a point might... where they they can take the foot off the mm. pedal, and they they did. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a thirty-five to thirty-eight brawl. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I get. I mean, it might not be. 
that would just be a concern that I had. There's a lot of things that play into it. Momentum, but also fitness, but also... The strangest part about this this Titans team as well, the stra- for me, even stranger than Derrick Henry, is the defence. Yeah. Because they literally just play cover one. Yeah. They don't do anything remotely out of ordinary. Yeah. They just And you know that going in, but still somehow <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think the Ravens against cover one, you know, Lamar Jackson can run outside and you'll find matchups that are good for Marquise Brown. And they did, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think it's because of the fact that the, the Titans are one of those teams where they basically have the sum of their parts being greater than any of the individuals except Derek Henry, obviously. But as a whole I don't think that there's a more menacing team out there except the 49ers. Those are the only two complete teams, I'd say, in, in the in the mm-hmm. NFL. I mean, even special teams. The Titans have got Brett Kern, but they also have one of the best special teams units. I think they were third in average field position because their return man was consistent, but also they were able to get to punts quite a lot. They were able to get to kicks quite a lot. Yeah, it doesn't happen by accident. Like- no. Special teams coaches, and I, I suppose we'll talk about sort of the new head coaches. Yeah. Maybe, coaches maybe next week. General. Maybe next week. Probably we'll get into it in a bit more detail. But like special teams coaches are first and foremost. It's about heart and drive and beating your individual, beating your opposite number. So when you can sort of do that and take that into the game, yeah, you know that's when you're going to be the most successful. Yeah, it comes to my attention as well that we've not actually talked Chiefs, Texans, or Packers, Seahawks yet. Yeah, right, we've not. Helmer Hits is a non-profit organisation on Facebook that is helping to further the culture of American football in the UK by contacting councils to get the sport into schools and by helping donate money to current teams so they can buy equipment and kits and anything that they might need. If you go onto their Facebook group, you can buy raffle tickets for £10 to win autographed jerseys and helmets, so get on it now. So the Chiefs, poor man. So that was a game. After the Ravens Titans game, I was sort of just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then the Texans went like 21 up in yeah, the first quarter. In the first quarter. quarter. It was 24 nothing after after the first part of the second as well. They scored yeah. a field goal. And I was just astounded that they scored that quickly. Yeah. But then the Chiefs went and scored three touchdowns in three minutes and 24 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is just crazy. So the, the end, there were 82 points scored. It was 51 Chiefs, 31 Texans. Utter um, madness. The thing about this game to me was, like, the Chiefs capitalised on momentum. But the way those drives went is it went Chiefs touchdown. Yeah. Texans tried a fake punt, didn't work inside their own halves. Chiefs touchdown. Yeah. On the ensuing kickoff, the Texans fumbled the ball and the Chiefs got it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this game, to me, was more about the Texans shooting themselves in the foot than it was about the Chiefs. As good as the Chiefs were, as brilliant as Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes were. And also Sorensen as well for making yes, some absolutely. huge plays. Yeah, much props to number 49. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Deshaun Watson did 31 out of 52 passes. For 388 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, he strapped the Texans to his back, but when you're also strapping a lifeless, baboon-arsed, chinned, 
Bill O'Brien to your back as well. It's a bit yeah. too much weight to carry. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, because he's going to start dragging an anvil behind him. Mahomes yeah. did 23 of 35 passes for 321 yards and five touchdowns. So he actually made more out of less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he led the Chiefs in rushing yards as well. Yeah, he did. 53 yards on seven carries. And, and Packers and Seahawks also played each other. <laughs> I feel like we'd probably need to... Yeah, a, a good game again from Preston and Zedaria Smith was the first yeah. thing that I took away from this. Yeah. The, the, the Packers' pass rush looked very dominant. I feel like this was, was this was a game where it was, it was more apparent than it has been sort of all season that Russell Wilson is basically the sole reason why the Seahawks have made it this far. And it's because of the fact that Around him, there weren't, there weren't really any healthy options that mm. were giving him any assistance, really. So you had sort of Tyler Lockett out there, but he was playing with uh, an injury, and like DK Metcalf was probably facing the rookie tiredness because usually rookies will tire after sort of week twelve. Yep. DK Metcalf is still here, like week twenty, still catching passes <laughs> from Russell Wilson, and he had a good game. He had a good game, but Jacob Hollister, yep, mm. not so much. No, he difficult because uh, obviously if they had Will Disley he'd have been the number one target he, and if they had Chris Carson then they wouldn't be handing the ball off to Marshawn Lynch or Travis Homer was yeah. his name Travis Homer's the other guy yeah but this is the thing it it feels like sort of father time call with the Seahawks because it was kind of it's kind of the same on defense really there's there's a couple of good like Clowney had a big game yeah he did yeah thought that Bobby Wagner had a pretty decent game as well, but yeah. Bobby Wagner just always has a, a game where he tries to take control of every situation. Mm-hmm. But but did, they just don't have a secondary. He did drop an absolute certain exception yeah. as well. I mean, another guy that had a pretty decent game on the Seahawks defence was, again, his name slips my mind. Shaquille uh, Griffin. Shaquille Griffin, thank you. <laughs> I knew that's who you were going to yeah, say. Yeah, thanks. He gave away a bad PI penalty in the first half, but then after that he was... Very, very solid. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like he was he was more just sort of drafted for the good good sort of story to come out of it, but he made some decent plays in this game. But what can you say about Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers? And Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams. It's 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 an efficient offense. And Matt LaFleur's done a good job in his first season mm-hmm. of getting this lifeless limp of a ref ball corpse into into the playoffs. It's it's very telling about the modern NFL when you consider that the vast majority of teams in, in the playoffs were sort of from the Shanahan coaching tree mm-hmm. in terms of that very play-action-heavy offense. Yeah. Because like, the, the Packers were doing it exactly the same. Like, you could have spliced Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers. Or Kirk Wyatt, Cousins. Or Kirk Cousins. Well, I mean, Kirk Cousins didn't have the time to do it. Well, yeah. It's it's ludicrous how effective that is against the sort of mov- modern coverage, misdirection, that sort of thing. It's just worth noting, I think, is what I'm trying to say more. Yeah, no, and that's the sort of thing. It's, it's always interesting whenever you see sort of coaches coming out of, of various systems. I'm wondering whether or not in sort of 20 years' time we'll be talking about the Andy Reid offense taking over because he'll have basic... Well, Matt Nagy was part of Andy Reid's... Uh, sort of coaching staff. Uh, Harbaugh was part of uh, Andy Reid's coaching staff. Greg Roman was part Greg of Greg Roman was. There's a lot of guys coming out of Andy Reid, and Andy Reid is a damn fine coach. It's mm-hmm. it's a bit annoying, actually, that the Titans are my favourite team to go on here because I I want to mm-hmm. see Andy Reid in a Super Bowl. I want to see Andy Reid coaching a damn good Chiefs team with a damn good quarterback I tell you in what, the Super Bowl. If I was the Chiefs against the Titans... I would just say, look, we're not... Brett Colquitt, 
just take the weekend off. Yeah. Like, we're not going to punt. We're nah, not fuck gonna, it. We're not going to kick field goals, Harrison Butker. We're going to go. If it's fourth <laughs> and five or less, we're going to go for it. Yeah. What you got to lose at that point? I mean, try telling that to Bill O'Brien. Yeah, it was a nice, yeah, but that, that fake punt would have worked. If the fake punt would have worked, but the field goal that he kicked, which was very conservative, yeah, was not a good plan. No, you're When you've got right. Deshaun Watson on your team, and to be fair, Hyde had a good game. I don't think that running the ball would have been too bad of an idea. No. Yeah. But to recap, how exciting football, football, lots of fun. So much excitement, woo, so woo. much joy. We're yeah. going to get some big sports Conference coming soon. and then Super Bowl Sunday. And then Pro Bowl. Oh. Nobody cares World's about greatest that. Game of flag football. The nomination of, of Pro Bowl is more important than the actual game. That's yeah, true. that's true. Did you get into Pro Bowl is the question. Not. I realised that we didn't really talk about the old pros, but... We should just mention that Christian McCaffrey was all pro at two places, I think, and then leave it at that. TJ Watt was also all pro at two places. That's true. You're absolutely right. Oh, do you want to do a quick round of uh, real names of rappers? Real names of rappers. All right. Chris Bridges. Who's Chris Bridges? Oh, isn't that the games that we... Yeah. Oh, do we... No, we... You, you guess who... Yeah, he says a real name, and then we say, oh, that's ludicrous. Ludicrous. Yes. <laughs> Chris Bridges? That's ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Combs. Sean Combs. Uh. Macklemore. No. <laughs> Dre? Nope. P. Diddy. No. Oh. His name is Sean Combs. Okay. Sean Carter. Jay Z. Emma's got there. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Calvin West. Oh, Calvin I do know West. That. See, it's obviously not going to be who you think because Kanye West goes by his real name. Da 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 da. No, his name is not <laughs> Calvin West. Oh Snoop. yeah, Snoop. Snoop Dogg's real it. name. Snoop Calvin yeah, double G. I knew that. <laughs> Temporarily Snoop Lion. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> that would have been good. Graham. Um, who is it? The big mallard himself. It's Drake. Oh, oh my really? God. <laughs> what a bad Such name. Such a hipster name. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, you can have the last one. O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea Jackson. Is that, that's Dre, isn't it? Nope. Tupac. Nope. His name was Tupac. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait. Shit. No, I do know. That's Ice Cube, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Ice Cube. His yeah. name is O'Shea Jackson. <laughs> just as a story, just to kind of end this segment. Yeah. yeah. Me and Aston regularly, um, regularly sort of lampoon Liam. And one of the questions we asked him once, we, we had, there's two today, actually, because they're both brilliant. Go on. Um, number one is we were trying to convince him today that, uh, you know, that song, I Whip My Hair Back and Forth. Yeah. Was by the Smiths, and he believed <laughs> us, <laughs> rather than Willow Smith. <laughs> and then the other I one... I can just see Morrissey now. Oh, <laughs> I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would sound like. <laughs> but then the one that the one that for some reason makes me even happier is I was <laughs> I once turned to Liam and went, Liam, who's your favourite member of Tupac? <laughs> and he was sort of like really thinking about it. <laughs> so a little bit of homework for the listeners. I want you to send Tom Facebook messages about who your favourite member of Tupac is. <laughs> for the for the record, we don't want you to do this. <laughs> I want you to do this. Don't send me or the tweet message. Them. Send yeah, tweet them yeah. to Tom. 
Tweet them not to me. Tweet them, <laughs> them to his personal to the, account. Pa- to the page, which Send. is at Pod. You can actually find his address <laughs> online. And why not why not send him letters? <laughs> Wait, what? Know. You can find me address. We'll put it on for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it yeah, on. Yeah, we'll put it on the website just so that mm-hmm. And his or, work email, because that's where he yes. is more often. Or in Sheffield, if you just stand by a cathedral tram stop and shout Tom. <laughs> <laughs> If you look for a guy wearing a, a green parka and a yellow Steelers hat with, like, yeah. medium to long hair and you've basically got me. Looking like it. a shabby lion. Yeah. Just go to an Argos and just start spitting and see which house you hit. That's probably where he is. <laughs> so many questions. Not enough answers with Tom Chappell. Tom, what questions do you have this week? Is Marcus Mariota a more effective wide receiver or quarterback? Good question. That's a pretty good question, yeah. actually. I don't have the answer for you. No, mm-hmm. thanks. How many litres of scotch does Aaron Rodgers get through Ooh. after his post-game press conferences? Just in what period of time? Well, after? just over the course of a season. Oh. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron. Why are you a dick? Aaron Rodgers, why can't you down a beer? 23! <laughs> <laughs> I do respect the tash. His tash. Aaron Rodgers, why can't you decide on an agent? That was a good one. And also, progressive. Why didn't you find a better quarterback to use as your advertising campaign? It's State Farm, not progressive. State oh, he's on both. Farm, is he? <laughs> no, uh, well, Baker out. Mayfield. He's selling oh, out left, true, right, yeah. and centre. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's on Hulu and progressive. <laughs> Hulu being the B-Tech Netflix it's and progressive. It's that shitty thing where they pretend the stadium's his house. Yeah. Yeah. It's conceptually quite interesting. To be fair... Yeah, but it's like un- uncomfortable with the season that he's had. I think it... To be yeah. fair, I can sort of understand why they picked Baker Mayfield because of the fact that um, I think they're based in Cleveland because the Indians' uh, home park is uh, Progressive Field, which yeah. for a team when your your mascot is Chief Wahoo doesn't exactly seem like a, a very appropriate name. It's not the most progressive The thing. fucking Cleveland Indians. Wait, wait. That's their mascot. Their mascot is a very, very, very racial stereotype of a Native American called Chief Wahoo. Oh, my God. And they play at Progressive Field. Do you understand now why I... Progressive Field. The irony of that. The irony. (laughs) It's as if, if, like, (laughs) Cleveland moved to the Triumph Dome. Well, they genuinely... (laughs) Their team's sort of, like, nickname is The Tribe. Oh my God, so you've got the tribe not... with Chief Wahoo oh, at Progressive Field. It's, okay, it gets worse. It, go so on. it's spelled Wahoo. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's bad one. Number two is that obviously a lot of the fans of the team are white yep. and seem to be encouraged to paint their faces and wear Indian headdresses. Oh, oh yeah. Which There's... is not appropriate. It's... Number three, the bad bit, is that people are holding signs with pictures of Chief Wahoo saying, not in my teepee. Bye. <laughs> God damn it, Cleveland. <laughs> Jesus. Should I have fajitas now? Yeah? You want me to cook so that you and Tom can play... What uh, what Madden save are we doing, Ed? Toronto Huskies. Yeah, go Pride. Pound that sweat, boy. It's honestly like having children. <laughs> They're giggling down the stairs. <laughs>